Active How many assist. times have I said that in the last six months? <laughs> you know what I hate about being right? <laughs> <laughs> so help me. That stinger needs to die. No, no, yes. it needs to live. No, it, it needs, needs to, to die. Thrive. It, it needs to go away. It needs to thrive. It's, no. Stop it. Welcome to the Naked Apple. Solid intro. I know. I thought that was pretty fantastic. Yep. 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 For those of you who uh, did the uh, sidetracking onto the uh, Spotify and such, like we asked last week, thank you. We noticed. Please do it again this week. (laughs) The Sucklers. How close did we end up getting? Uh, I think we got 30, 40, somewhere in there. Oh, nice. We only need like 20 more. 10 or 20 more. Yeah. Yeah. So share it with somebody. Or, you know, do not, whatever you do, create multiple accounts and log in from different devices. Don't do that. Or do. I'm not picky. <laughs> We're not a shoulder devil and shoulder angel. We're both shoulder devils. Just one of us wears a white robe. <laughs> it's up to you to decide who wears what. <laughs> he, uh, he throws his cowl over his horns every once in a while. <laughs> I prefer to let it all hang out. <laughs> all hang out. <laughs> ba da Goodness, go to sleep, Mister Popularity over there. That's the motorcycle brethren. Anyways, I guess uh, before we get to the fun, we should probably do something actually fun. Oh, should we? And uh, get our uh, dose of. Uh, oh, is it time to dose ourselves? The B vitamins. <laughs> the only dose you need. <laughs> And no, you don't need to, you don't need a prescription for it. You don't need a prescription for it. It doesn't have to be stored at negative three hundred degrees, or whatever it is for the vaccine stuff. Nope. nope. This dose is free, and it's fun. No side yep. effects. Yep. Unless and myocarditis free. Unless, of course, you laugh too hard, then maybe there is a side effect. But that's on you. <laughs> I think I saw that episode of Batman. Oh yes. Yeah. Laughing gas. Yeah. Anyway, my daughter has laughing gas. Welcome to your vitamin B. She's going to grow up 16 years old for some godforsaken reason. Go all the way back to this episode and hear that. (laughs) Dad! <laughs> I'm sure it won't be the worst, most embarrassing thing I ever say about her on this podcast. If it is, you're not if trying. If I don't hard get enough. arrested before, you know she's old enough to listen. You know, anyway, 
perks of being on a watch list. <clears throat> Back to Egum. I think it. Local man downloads new computer game. He will have time to play when he retires at 85. Good. It's about time. The struggle is real. Isn't it? <laughs> uh. Spokesperson for hell rejects <laughs> Biden's claim that U.S. economy is strong as hell. <laughs> the statement by Biden is highly irresponsible. The U.S. economy is in shambles. Core inflation is up to the highest it's been in decades. Real estate prices are tumbling and the stock market is in free fall. In fact, all asset prices are dropping. Have you seen the crypto market lately? <laughs> it's the economy so bad that hell itself spat it back out. <laughs> when uh, interviewed later, uh, other residents of hell are quoted as saying, we think that Biden guy, that Biden guy will fit right in when he gets here. I mean, he's already <clears throat> got the dark soulless eyes. Doesn't he, though? Yep. And the jawline that's changed three times since he became a senator. At least three times. I give you my word as a Biden. Speaking of jawlines that have changed. <laughs> cowboys, just glad <laughs> crowd is booing someone else for once. <laughs> this has been your sports news. That's all you need. Now on to politics. Yeah. Top 10 achievements Democrats can tote going into the midterms. Number one, the standard of living is up 500% among Ukrainian politicians. That's nice. Hilarious memes of Biden eating ice cream have increased 40%. Good. Thousands of Americans have been saved from the threat of seeing somebody pray in front of an abortion clinic. Good. The Paul Paw Patrol movie was actually pretty okay. <laughs> At least it was better than the Rings of Power. <laughs> well, I mean, when the, when the bar is on the floor of hell. <laughs> You've learned to appreciate the taste of bulk ramen. <laughs> More women of color are piloting the attack drones that bomb Syrian children. Syrian children. Diversity. Diversity. Winning. Yep. Afghani women don't have to go to school anymore or work or make decisions. They can stay at home all day. Man, what a life. Yeah. You bought a house, are slowly paying off your debts, and made tons of new friends in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Thanks, Tom Nook. <laughs> Bob from Newport got married. Congrats, Bob. Good job, Bob. And number 10, an 800% increase in people missing Trump. We're number one. We're <laughs> number one. <laughs> uh, speaking of missing the Trumps, Jill Biden to dress up as a real doctor for Halloween. Dr. Jill Biden to you. Now you're a teacher. Yep. Miss or Mrs. will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, Texas votes to airlift Austin to California. Hear, hear. Hear, hear. Landslide victory. 
That's ah. not even close. <laughs> Overwhelmingly <laughs> voted. <laughs> Texans. Don't not, we? Not people from Austin, but actual Texans. People in Austin. Don't we voted. get a say in this? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Only Texans get to vote for this particular thing. Get on out of hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboys chase them out on their horsebacks. <laughs> yep. And to finish off the, the great, vitamin B. The great Austin drive of 2022. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> to finish off the vitamin B this week, we have the nine upsides of a nuclear apocalypse. Oh. Yep. All nine of them. All nine of them. Can't wait. Yep. Here. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Do it. Number one. You never have to go to Ikea again. <laughs> number two. You have this cool extra arm growing out of your shoulder now. It's you can easy. multitask. Easier to scratch that itch on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Number three. The flash from the explosion will burn out your eyes. So you won't ever have to see whatever Lizzo does next. When is this happening again? Exactly. <laughs> your friends who made fun of you for keeping all your DVDs will be jealous since all the streaming services are down now. But you can't watch it because your eyes are burned out. But at least you can't see Lizzo <clears throat> anymore either. Fair. Everyone will agree how terrible Biden was. At last, <laughs> was <laughs> unity in America. All 10 people left. Number six, no more climate change. <laughs> Can't more change. importantly, no more <laughs> Swedish teens lecturing you on climate change. Can't cry about climate change if the climate has changed. That's right. <laughs> Permanently. Number seven, you will finally feel vindicated for spending $7,000 on a chicken coop and raising chickens. Eggs are the new currency. You're rich. Sure. Number eight. The 750 hours you sank into the Fallout franchise won't have gone to waste. <clears throat> Some of us have been training for this our whole lives. My time has come. <laughs> I was much more partial to... Uh, Dying light and days gone, myself. I mean, everyone's got something. Everybody's got something, yeah. So you're saying gamers will have the best chance in nuclear Possibly, gotcha. possibly. And number nine, you'll finally have time. All the time in the world. Time enough to enjoy all of your Tuttle Twins books. what i love about them they'll jab both people both sides of things <laughs> the best part is that the ad on the page is for tuttle twins, tuttle twins <laughs> books <laughs> get your tuttle twins books now so that you have something to read in the apocalypse <laughs> the i mean they're not a sponsor for us but yeah definitely go check out the tuttle twins <laughs> we'll, we'll throw them something here if they want to sponsor us, I'd be okay with that. I would not turn them down, no. I would not turn them down. In fact, nope. I'm planning on purchasing their new history book as soon as one of my 
Seven side project starts making money. As soon as income rolls around. As soon as I'm not in egregious blood-sucking debt anymore. <laughs> this has been your vitamin B. Well, that was fabulous. <clears throat> that was fabulous. All right. Well, we like to kick off. Whenever we make a mistake, we like to correct the mistake. But in this case, we did not make a mistake. We, just, we didn't make a mistake? No, we reported what was accurate at the time. Turns out Saudi Arabia had to correct the record of what we said last week. So last week we covered how Joe Biden <clears throat> was concerned about Saudi Arabia cutting oil production, went over there to negotiate with them about, you know, not cutting oil production. And Saudi said, you know what, you're right. We'll decrease it even more. And Joe Biden returned and said, no, it wasn't about oil. That's where we left off. Ah, is that, is, is that where we left That's off? That's where we left off. Saudi Arabia saw that. And uh, sent, in, sent a public letter out saying that, uh, no. <laughs> in fact, it was exactly about oil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they said, uh, let's see if I can just pull up the actual letter here. That is a long letter. Uh, an official at the foreign ministry in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia stated that the government of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia has viewed the statements issued about the kingdom following the OPEC plus decision announced on October 5th, 2022, which have described the decision as the kingdom taking sides in international conflicts and that it was politically motivated against the United States of America. <clears throat> That's what Joe Biden said. They didn't, they didn't give us what we wanted, so they're probably working for Russia. The government of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia would first like to express its total rejection of the statements that are not based on facts and which are based on portraying the OPEC Plus decision out of its purely economic context. This decision was taken unanimously by all member states of the OPEC Plus group. The Kingdom affirms that the outcomes of the OPEC Plus meetings are adopted through consensus among member states and that they are blah, 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 blah. <coughs> Um, yeah. They would also like to clarify that based on its belief in the importance of dialogue and exchange of views with its allies and partners outside of OPEC Plus Group, regarding the situation in the oil markets, the government of the kingdom clarified through its continuous consolation with U.S. administration that all economic analysis indicate that postponing the OPEC Plus decision for a month... What happens in a month from when Joe Biden went to... Oh, oh, the election. The election, yeah. Oh, according to uh. what has been suggested, <clears throat> would have had negative economic consequences. The government of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia affirms that any attempt to distort the facts about the kingdom's position regarding the crisis in Ukraine are unfortunate and will not change the kingdom's principal position, position, including its vote to support UN resolution regarding the Russian-Ukraine crisis, based on the kingdom's position on the imp importance for all countries to adhere to the United Nations Charter, principles of international law, and the kingdom's rejection of any infringement on the sovereignty of countries over their territories. 
Yeah. And what I hate most about this is I believe Saudi Arabia more than I believe my own president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is kind of the saddest thing about that. that isn't it? That's number one. <laughs> number two, when you're shutting down your own oil production and then go groveling to another nation to get more oil from them, after you had said that the leader of that country was a terrible, evil person that needs to be removed from office because he murdered a uh, reporter, and then you go and beg him for oil, and then you act surprised when they say, how about no? In fact, no even harder. Then you turn around and say, nah, we weren't talking about oil at all. And then they call you out for it. And then you turn around and say, okay, well, yeah, there's going to be repercussions for you then. And Saudi Arabia didn't take it well. And they're like, um, why would we face repercussions for just taking care of our own people? To now where I, I don't think it's on, it is not on this link, um, but the one of the princes of saudi arabia is talking about uh, jihad and stuff like that now oh really yeah really yeah so c- good job joe that's great freaking we love that douche the jihad is the best yeah yeah <clears throat> um of course this is uh, exactly what they tried to blame trump for doing in ukraine Ah, so Biden just did what Trump was impeached. Biden just admitted to CNN he is threatening Saudi Arabia if they don't agree to his quid pro quo for oil transfers before an election. Don't even need a whistleblower for that. (laughs) (laughs) He admitted it. (laughs) He just outright said it. On on record. Yeah. Biden expressed openness to retaliatory measures offered by congressional Democrats, such as curbing arms sales or permitting legal action against the cartel. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dumb idea, Joe. Because I think I saw a headline somewhere that the U.S. is now planning on pulling all of its forces and stuff out of Saudi Arabia. Oh. Because that's going to end well. Great. Yeah, that'll end beautifully. Now, for those that may think that's a, a double standard for us to take, because I'm all for not having our forces everywhere, there's a difference between literally bringing peace to the Middle East and getting all of our forces out and stirring the hornet's nest as much as you can in the Middle East and then pulling our forces out. there's There's a a difference there's a little slight major difference has somebody (laughs) explained that to our government recently we have a government that's a fair question (laughs) (laughs) well when you say it like that (laughs) your question makes me doubt Speaking of oil, 
Biden is going to pay $80 per barrel to refill our strategic oil reserve. Anyway, he's going to play what now? Uh, he, he, uh, according to Bloomberg, I don't have the Bloomberg link because they make you pay for it. <laughs> the Biden administration is considering replenishing the strategic petroleum reserve when oil dips below $80 a barrel just two years after they blocked Donald Trump from filling the reserve at a fraction of that price. Biden in March ordered the release of 180 million barrels, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, he wants to do that. And back when Trump wanted to do it, he wanted to top it off when it was $24 a barrel and spend $3 billion to do that. And that's when the reserves had 634 million barrels in it. Now it's down to about 442. Yeah. So we're going to spend more money for less oil for less reserves. Why wouldn't we? That sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah. And there uh, is no way that this ever backfires on us in a horrible fashion. And uh, to call back to 2020 when this happened, uh, Senate Democrats say they were able to eliminate a bailout for big oil to help secure a bipartisan agreement on $2 trillion coronavirus economic relief package. (coughs) Did they, though? Yeah. (coughs) They were so happy about this. And if you go to the uh, oilprice.com and check the crude oil price over the last... uh, go back to March <clears throat> if if they did this in March and waited until April to get it crude oil was selling at negative $37 a barrel huh so the oil companies were paying people to get rid of their oil paying in the middle of April to get rid of their oil really and now we're going to buy it for somewhere around 80 bucks a barrel to Whoa. fill up our reserves. In case of an emergency, that's definitely not going on right now. <sighs> Speaking of low reserves, um, according to... Uh, <clears throat> let's see, is this the Pentagon... Uh, I can't remember. But the U.S. is sending so many weapons to Ukraine that uh, experts are starting to worry. Worry about what? Uh, We've sent so many uh, weapons and munitions to Ukraine that we don't have very many weapons in Ukraine for ourselves or very many weapons and ammo for ourselves. Why in the world would we do that? Well... You know. Reasons. Reasons. Of course, just reasons. <laughs> the U.S. has, quote, pretty much run out of 155-millimeter howitzers and 155-millimeter ammunition after sending roughly $900,000 of the highly effective rounds to Ukraine. Mark 
Kansian, the senior advisor at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, who formerly worked on defense budget and acquisition issues for the Department of Defense. The problem isn't that there isn't money. The problem is that the DOD <clears throat> is a bit slow putting that money on contract. And then, of course, the equipment will have to be produced. So, we were told all of this aid and stuff that we're sending to Ukraine, all the money, the billions of dollars, <clears throat> um, as of October 14th, the U.S. has committed $17.6 billion in security assistance. Sheesh. The, Penta the, the Pentagon has withdrawn 10.5 in weapons and, and equipment directly from U.S. stocks. What? So $10.5 billion in weapons and equipment in our own reserves. Take it. Are we replacing it with something? Ah, uh, yeah, we're going through the process. You, you haven't even ordered it yet? No, no, we haven't ordered it yet. So it's not in production. No, it's not in production at all. And we're just sending it off. Yeah. Oh. That includes over 1,400 Stingers, 8,500 Javelins, 38 coveted high-mobility artillery rocket systems, eight national advanced surface-to-air missile systems, <coughs> uh, according to a fact sheet on October 4th. Thousands of electronic communications and surveillance systems, as well as, quote, funding for training, maintenance, and sustainment, end quote. Goodness. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good thing none of our uh, politician buddies have tons of stock in um, defense manufacturers. No, no, none of them have stock in defense. That would be... That'd be ridiculous. That'd be wrong. <clears throat> or, or something. Or something. Yeah. I said it before. I'll say it again. Fool me once. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> wait. Yeah, you fool me. You can't get fooled you can't, again. can't get fooled again. Speaking of ridiculous spending... Biden is expanding access to taxpayer-funded gender-affirming care for federal employees. What? Yeah. How? What? Yeah. They're expanding the range of taxpayer-financed gender-affirming health care options available to federal employees starting in 2023. That's in, oh, two months. <clears throat> According to an Office of Personal Management uh, explanation of federal benefits released in late September. OPM continues to focus on ways our carriers can improve access to gender-affirming care for transgender and gender-diverse individuals. Oh. I identify as non-Bidenary. <laughs> I don't play these Bidenomics with everyone. <clears throat> this uh, expansion comes just after national debt hit $31 trillion. And a deficit of $1.4 trillion. Yay! Uh, healthcare costs for federal employees is contributing to the increased debt load. No! <laughs> How? Premiums under the Federal Employee Don't Health Benefits Program say. are expected to rise an average of 7.2% next year. Oh, good. And the government expected to face a cost increase of about that amount. Nah, it's more than that especially if they're going to be paying for gender-affirming care. 
because all of their insurance things are going to be like, okay, yeah, if you're going to cover that, you got to pay more. Besides already paying more. Well, <laughs> starting 2023, all healthcare providers offering service under the FEHB program will provide coverage for, quote, fertility preservation procedures, end quote, for people facing the possibility of, quote, infertility associated with medical and surgical gender transition treatment, end quote. Hmm. It's odd how mutilating your reproductive organs could cause problems with infertility odd that that kind of correlation could happen <laughs> all providers have made sure they have equitable access to medications yeah and can provide coverage of medically necessary hormonal therapies for gender transition care yeah you're paying for it <clears throat> you the taxpayer you this you are paying for It's one thing if uh, the. It's not as funny when you find out that you're paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing if they paid for it themselves through a paycheck because their paycheck's paid by. Nah, it's, it's different because that's them making a personal choice that's affecting their own finances and not changing the entire healthcare system to address their wants. Well, they need it. It's they want it, they don't need it. They want it. Correct. You need heart surgery because your heart is going to fail. You need cancer things because you have cancer and it's going to kill you. You want to chop your genitals off because you're mentally disturbed and refuse to get mental treatment. He really doesn't look anything like he used to. No. Like his chin, his earlobes, it all is like completely different. He's been oldified way fast. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not even talking about <laughs> him getting some. old. I'm talking about like the bone structure. Like it does not look the same. It's like he went to a, if it is the same person, which I'm sure it is. I'm positive it is because. he's just as racist as he was you know, before. There's no way that that's. That it's a different person and he's pretending got, to be him. He's got quite the plastic surgeon helping him out. But like I was watching one of his his like old speeches earlier today. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Uh but his his like his chin was a different shape. His earlobes, like if you look at his earlobes, uh -huh. like if you look at his earlobes, yeah. Like, you know how, how people have the earlobe that, like, attaches straight to the side of their head, and then other people have it where oh, it, like, yes, tucks yes, yes. in and you have the actual earlobe? Yes. Like, <clears throat> that has changed in his ears. Because that's normal to change. Because it's normal that that changes. Yes. Not saying anything. It's just interesting that uh, that you can totally see that if you compare his current appearance to his old appearance. But anyway... Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> to, you know, more important things. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So a Pfizer executive, uh, <clears throat> when we recorded last week, testified before the European Union parliamentary parliament, whatever. And uh, one of the parliament guys from Sweden? From Sweden? Uh, doesn't say where he's from. Anyways, from one of those European countries, decided to ask a question that surprisingly nobody has asked directly to Pfizer before in a official on the books you're going to jail if you lie hearing. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, this this is uh, this is what happened. Have you seen this? I have not seen this. If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what the Dutch Prime Minister and That's Health fair. Minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. This That's is what the I guy said. that asked the question. Today, the this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal huh. basis for the COVID passport. The COVID passport huh. led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential if parts If you're thinking of that's just him saying it and he has I no evidence. I find this to be shocking. Oh, wait a moment. Even criminal. <laughs> Please watch the video until the end. Voor u, mevrouw Smal, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil. And I will speak in English so there are no misunderstandings. Thank you. <laughs> Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer. Yes or no. And I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. All right. Straight up. Did you test this thing for stopping transmission? Yes or no? If yes, give us the data. If no, hmm. <laughs> and uh, here's what uh, the Pfizer lady had to say. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand oh. what is taking place in the market. Oh. scandalous. Millions of people. Oh. You didn't test the damn thing before you went around and told everyone that it's 100% effective. You didn't test the damn thing before you f convinced governments to convince employers to fire employees who did not get the vaccine that you yourself, now admitting, did not test. You didn't test the damn thing before doctors and nurses lost their careers and their licenses to practice because they questioned whether or not this actually was safe to use because they didn't see data on how the transmission effect efficacy was. 
That's only <clears throat> slightly infuriating. Only slightly. <clears throat> it only slight. You know what? Uh, I'm adding this this link. Uh, uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Okay. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, for crying out loud. I'm going to find it. Anyways, there's a book... Uh, written by Steve Dace, Rise of the Fourth Reich. The website is something like trialsandexecutions.com or something. I don't know. I'll find it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trials and executions. <clears throat> and then the media, you know, tried to defend it because... You know, that's what they do, right? That's what they do. Yep. Well, this this isn't... That's not what... It's, they never said it was 100% effective. They never said it was to stop transmission. Oh, except for every time that they did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So either... <laughs> either Pfizer lied <clears throat> or sorry either Pfizer Pfizer lied people died Pfizer Wait. lied people died um, <clears throat> but if Pfizer lied the media either didn't do their job or surprise surprise did their job and hit it anyways. None of those are good answers. <laughs> or their job has become hiding it. Yes. <clears throat> Again, none of the above is a good answer. And then moving on to the CDC and our own people, uh, government leaders, they either didn't do their job or they did do their job both of which are not good answers. <laughs> right? <laughs> Trials and executions. Pfizer, it's uh, <laughs> This is uh, one of the feel-good uh, movies. Feel-good clips, if you will. Um, a Pfizer exec of sorts went to some... Uh, uh, some event in Texas, Tejas. <clears throat> so. She's she just finished talking about how um, we're gonna have to force people to um, get vaccinated on a regular basis now and things like that because that's what we really need. 
which is awful bold coming from Pfizer because who stands to benefit from that? Pfizer. And uh, this guy decided to question her in the middle of this thing where everyone's all happy taking notes and all this stuff. When you hear... Uh, you know, uh, ma'am, I have a question. Uh, so Pfizer has the biggest criminal fine in history. So how is it not anti? How is it anti-science to not trust them? If they're on record bribing physicians and fudging with test results, two point three billion dollar fine. So how is it anti-science to simply question them? Can you explain that, please? You hear that guy in the back? Sit down. Your uh, typical COVID stanian, um, propping up his cult religion so i appreciate your now comment watch this. i'd like to finish my presentation <laughs> and you can hold your questions i mean it's not going to be answered so i have four questions hey i have four i have four questions so this yahoo look how big this guy is his arm is as big as the guy that just got up to confront him yeah this is going to go swimmingly for mr brown suit <laughs> And this is what happened. That didn't get answered. What the hell? Why are you doing this? No, 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 please. <laughs> Your ring. Your ring just rolled. It's right here. Oh, thanks. It's right here. Got it? You okay? It's a legislation that... So, yeah. <laughs> she didn't take too kindly to being questioned... And uh, her loyal subject didn't take too kindly to questions being asked. So he decided to try to choke the guy that was about three times his size and uh, quickly learned that it is not wise to try to choke someone that is three times your size. <laughs> Sit down. <clears throat> you shouldn't take shouldn't laugh at people's misfortunes. I'm not. I'm laughing because that big guy put him in his place. Oh, dude. That was that was actually kind of awesome. <laughs> and he even laughed. What are you doing? <laughs> you do realize I can throw you. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Mayorkas. 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 Why Mayorkas? Why not your Orcus? <clears throat> well, Mayorkas. <laughs> Mayorkas uh, is the. Uh, oh, I don't even know his first name. I don't care. Nobody cares. Um, he's the head of the uh, DHS, I think. Yeah, because I think that's what Border Patrol falls under. Uh, Homeland Security. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so you remember the uh, whipping incident of the uh, oh, Border yeah. Patrol going yeah, around allegations just, just whipping. whipping migrants left and right? Yeah. Except for they didn't. And it was on video, all of it. Right, yeah. 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 Well, an email obtained by the Heritage Foundation. <clears throat> ah, Homeland Security. There we go. Secretary. Alejandro Mayorkas. His first name is Alejandro. Yeah. He was told that the photographer who captured a clash between Border Patrol agents and the Haitian migrants in Del Rio had said that the incident was being misconstrued. 
But hours before, Mayorkas attended a White House press conference where he failed to challenge the false narrative. Pushed by other members of the Biden administration, including the president himself, Mayorkas at the time said that Americans, particularly black community, were horrified by what the images suggest. A review of Gravian transcripts with Fox News found no mention of the story on CNN, MSNBC, ABC News, NBC News, or CBS News since it broke Wednesday. Oh, so none of those agency, none of those uh, outlets basically reported the retraction that they were wrong and Mayorkas was wrong and the department, the whole government was wrong. Uh. Uh, and it turns out that he had emails that said that, uh, hey, it's not what it is. And he never came out and said, okay, yeah, that was all wrong. Not even a little bit. Nope. Didn't, didn't even. Yeah. So, you know, these guys were lost their jobs and were probably slandered online and all this stuff because they were doing their job very well, I might add, given what they're able to do under Biden administration. But, you know, in the, mean, in the meantime, you know, Alex Jones is fine because he said something inaccurate. Of course. Yeah. I think this came out on the same day that that happened too. October 13th. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Alex Jones just got sued for his <laughs> Sandy Hook thing. Okay, Mayorkas lied about everything. Literally everything. What the hell is even that? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's okay, though. He's told us. He's told Congress, even. The border is secure. The border is secure. So, you know, maybe don't impeach him, because apparently the border is secure. But he lied about everything else, so I'm sure he's telling the truth about that one statement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course. Ah, they're coming for your children. Even though they may retract what they say, they're coming for them. Virginia Democrat lawmaker wants parents to face criminal charges if they refuse to affirm a child's sexual orientation and gender identity. Of course. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Delegate Elizabeth Guzman said that she will introduce a proposal in the next session of the Virginia legislature. The social worker said that the new law is meant to be a rebuke of Republican Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's issuance of new rules on transgender students in schools. The day that Governor Youngkin wanted to implement this policy, I immediately texted the policy lead of that committee and said, this is how we're going to push back. Yes, by criminalizing parents for being actual parents. If the child shares uh, with those mandated reporters what they're going through, we are talking about not only physical abuse or mental abuse, what the job of that mandated reporter is to inform Child Protective Services. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she thinks it's a good idea to do that. <coughs> to lose your child to the custody of the state because your child is confused about what gender is because they go to public school where it's popular to be confused about what gender is 
and then they decide they want to mutilate their bodies and you stop them like, no, that's a stupid idea because you will regret it for the rest of your life and you won't grow properly if you do that. You'll lose your child, according <coughs> to this Democratic lawmaker in Virginia. An update to the story I don't think is in here. She's retracted the bill. She's not going to submit it now. Oh, good. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the with uh, November elections. I finally found the thing that I've been looking for the entire time. <laughs> In case you were I stalled long enough? You did. You did. <laughs> finally, fine. You did find, finally stall long enough for me to find. It only took me three times as long as it probably would have taken you. <clears throat> so, um, and this is going to go back a, a few steps here. Uh, back on the uh, the topic of uh, uh, vaccines and COVID. Uh-huh. Uh, have you seen the letter from the French general that was released last week? I don't think so. Um, so this is the only article I could find on it. I saw a news report last week where somebody read it but I cannot find that video anywhere. But I did find the letter. Uh-huh. Like, I found an article that has the letter in it. <clears throat> and it's kind of awesome. Um, so, a French general, uh, Christian Blanchon, Blanchon uh, wrote a letter in which he praises the unvaccinated. So, his letter... Just read some excerpts from it here for you. I'll, uh, I'll shoot this over to you real quick so you have it too. Is that, uh, does that tickle your feel goods? Tickling? Tickling? Boy, does Tickling. it. Tickling? No, boy, does it. <laughs> That's messed up. Anyway, all right, so this letter. <clears throat> the general states, even if I were fully vaccinated, I would admire the unvaccinated for standing up to the greatest pressure I have ever seen including from spouses, parents, children, friends, colleagues, and doctors. People who have been capable of such personality, courage, and such critical ability undoubtedly embody the best of humanity. They are found everywhere, in all ages, levels of education, countries, and opinions. They are of a particular kind. These are the soldiers that any army of light wishes to have in its ranks. They are the parents that every child wishes to have and the children that every parent dreams of having. They are beings above the average of their societies. They are the essence of the peoples who have built all cultures and conquered horizons. They are there by your side. They seem normal, but they are superheroes. They did what others could not do. They were the tree that withstood the hurricane of insults, discrimination, and social exclusion. And they did it because they thought they were alone and believed they were alone. Excluded from their family's Christmas tables, they have never seen anything so cruel. They lost their jobs, let their careers sink, and had no more money, but they didn't care. They suffered immeasurable discrimination, denunciations, betrayals, and humiliations, but they continued. Never before in humanity has there been such a casting. We know now, or we now know, who the resistors are on planet Earth. Women, men, old, young, rich, poor, of all races and all religions, the unvaccinated, the chosen ones of the invisible ark, 
the only ones who managed to resist when everything fell apart and collapsed. You've passed an unimaginable test that many of the toughest Marines, commandos, Green Berets, astronauts, and geniuses couldn't pass. You are made of the stuff of the greatest that ever lived. Those heroes born among ordinary men who shine in the dark. Wow. Yeah, right? I never thought I would ever hear something so awesome from a French general. Yeah, first Frenchman I've liked since uh, Lafayette. Uh, Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Lafayette said some pretty awesome stuff, but... Right. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It is. (laughs) It is not outside the realm of possibility for a Frenchman to give a incredibly freedom-ringing speech. <laughs> Can we annex him into the U.S.? Is that a thing? <laughs> annex just a single person. Just him. Just him. <laughs> you are an honorary the land, U.S. citizen. The land for, for, you know, where his house sits... That is that US is soil. now U.S. soil. <laughs> so let it be written. So let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs> yeah. Well, pardon me, young man. Excuse the shit out of my goddamn French. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there is no threat there. There is no threat there. Just honor and praise. <laughs> Give that man a slice of Ukraine. <laughs> slice of Ukraine. <laughs> well, he is a general, and we did arm it, so... We have every right to we, do so. As far as I'm concerned, we are winning that war. It's fair now, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's that was that's something that's been bugging me for a few days. I've been trying to find that. I finally found it. There you go. Cool. It's, it's all yours. It's all mine. Yes. Well, uh, it's all theirs. Yeah. It's, but it's also yours. Yes. You can you can also partake. <laughs> so now that I've completely disrailed your thoughts. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm just in awe that I'm admiring a Frenchman. I know, right? That's what I thought the first time I heard the letter. That's a nice like, letter. A Frenchman like, said it? I was like, wow, that American host is just, wow. I didn't think there were any like that left. And this is a letter from a Frenchman. What? Oh. Oh. I mean, that makes more sense now. <laughs> but still, wow. Did not see that coming. Um, disappointed. Well, I still remember... One of my earliest memories of, of uh, talk show, of, of radio talk shows, was, uh, I think it was on the, the old uh, Paul Harvey. You, did you ever listen to Paul Harvey growing up? Good morning, Americans. Good morning, it's Americans. Friday. Yeah. So they, they did a, uh, uh, there was a little skit they had on one of his shows. I think it was one of his shows. It was either him or Rush Limbaugh. It might have been Rush, where they had uh, a guy come on and read the, uh, how you know the world is is completely falling apart? I think that was Rush. Was that Rush? I think so. It, that's it's one of the it's one of the earliest. I, I remember you know my dad always listened to Paul Harvey, listened to Rush, right. and he listened to Hannity. Those were the three we always listened to in the truck on the way to work in the morning. And and now I never listen to Hannity. I know I never <laughs> listen to Hannity anymore. 
<laughs> and I mean, Rush is it's, gone, so I can't listen to him anymore. And, and so Har- is Paul. And so, Harvey's gone. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm left with, I guess I, I got Glenn and I got Crowder. So <laughs> that's you have big shoes to fill, Glenn and Crowder, because you've replaced Rush and you've replaced Harvey for me. So there you go. It's, anyway, yeah. So they they did this little skit and they said, uh, um. What was it? Uh, you know the world is messed up when uh, the best golfer is a black guy, the best rapper is a white guy. <laughs> uh, France is accusing the U.S. of arrogance and Germany doesn't want to go to war. <laughs> that has stuck with me for for. Forever. It's been 20 years since I heard that. Yeah, fast forward a few years. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> look what it's, look what's become of it. <laughs> Don't touch the system. <laughs> it's still, still one of the funniest things I've ever heard. You know, the world's messed up when the best golfer's a black guy, the best rapper's a white guy. France is accusing the U.S. Of arrogance and Germany doesn't want to go to war. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, well, that was a that was a good pick me up. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, in the middle of uh, this, this everything, you just gestured to all of me. Yep, all of it. This one, uh, this one might tickle your fancy, Mike. Sorry, <laughs> you're uh. You like to dig into the uh, statistical things, especially for firearms. Oh, great. Yay. Here we go. According to a report, the FBI undercounts the number of times armed citizens have thwarted active How many incidents. times have I said that in the last six months? <laughs> you know what I hate about being right? <laughs> <laughs> so help me. That stinger needs to die. No, no, yes. it needs to live. No, it, it needs, needs to, to die. Thrive. It, it needs to go away. It needs to thrive. It's, no, no. It needs to thrive. The worst you know part about, about being right <laughs> is when I'm right six months before other people will admit that I'm right. <laughs> All right, I'm done. You know, the worst part about that is that if I had a nickel for every time that it occurred in my life, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot of nickels, but it's still weird that it happened twice. (laughs) Thank you, Wilhelm. It's been a minute. It has. A, a new report from the Crime Prevention Research Center argues that the FBI's data contains massive errors when, of course tra- it does. when tracking active shooting incidents, undercounting how often armed citizens have thwarted active shooting situations over the last eight years. Although collecting such data is fraught with challenges, some see a pattern of distortion in the FBI numbers. You be- don't say. <laughs> because the errors almost exclusively go one way, minimizing the life-saving actions of armed citizens. The report, which was provided to Fox News Digital this week by Crime Prevention Research Center founder and President John Lott, states data released by the uh, nonprofit shows that 33.4% of active shootings were thwarted by armed citizens between 2014 and 2021. However, FBI data show only 4.4% of active shootings were thwarted by armed citizens during that time. What? It's just a little they bit They missed off. it by 30%. 
missed it by that much. Oh, hey, and you know, okay, this is this is this is the problem. <laughs> this this is the problem. Looking at that, this should have been a hot mic segment. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. Really though, really though, because you look at those numbers: thirty-four point four percent versus four point four percent. So what happened there was somebody looked at the number and went, uh, let's just remove the tens digit. What happens if that three just blew Cause, away? Because that's not, that's not, we took other data and came up with a completely different number. That's, we had the right. same number, but we didn't like it. So we just slashed off one side <laughs> of it. Is there a way you can and do And we put it on the edge of the paper so that when it came out that this was the the problem, we could say, well, it was actually the 34.4 in our report. It just got cut it off in the margins. It just got cut off in the margins. Just that one just thing. Just that one thing <laughs> got cut off right, see, right there on the edge of the paper. Yeah, it's be, not there anymore. It'd be Don't one know thing, where it went. It'd be one thing if it was like 17-something percent or, you know. Yeah, because then you know, that tells you they just came up with some weird way to math it. Yeah, together. exactly. This this isn't even the I I I mathed wrong. This, this was this it, was I methed wrong. No, this this was hey, what'd you get for that data? I got thirty four point four percent. Could you make it not be that? It's five. It's four fifty on Friday. You want me to? You know what? It's four point four. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> To put that into a quantitative perspective, all in 360 after shooter incidents were identified by CPRC between 2014 and 2021 with 124 stopped by armed citizens. So that's about a third. Yep. The FBI identified 252 active shooter incidents during the same time period with only 11 thwarted by armed citizens. So they so, so putting identified it a, 108 less. And then... They were off by the number of number thwarted by over ten times. <laughs> but just you know, just the tenth. All right, I've heard enough. <laughs> the force off right. Our obligatory the FBI should go away segment. <laughs> it's uh, it's becoming more of a. Uh, must have each Good week. shit. Well, oh, and it's worse. It's <laughs> and it's worse. worse. It gets but worse why? when they put it in a freaking chart. Wait, why? <laughs> Don't give me a data table that makes me matter. <laughs> so mad he forgets how to English. Okay, that's <laughs> in okay. in 2014. Oh, wait, let's go here. 2019 and 2020. Zero. Of course, of course FBI, you moved to the worst ones. FBI says zero. We're they, stopped. Okay, no, it's, it's worse than that. So FBI active shooter incidents, they mark 30. There were 30 that happened in 2020. 19, 19 yes. which is also the same exact number that happened in 2018. Just one off from one off from 2017. That. <laughs> the three years prior to that were 20s. All of them were 20s. 20, 20, 20. Yeah, just round it. 
I mean, <laughs> it's weird that it happened more than once. <laughs> you would expect that it would fluctuate a little. What? You know, off by one or two or a dozen or five dozen a year. <laughs> what made you different <laughs> here? What made you decide to commit this heinous crime on January 1st? Well, I looked at the FBI data and saw that they already had an even 20. And I didn't so want to make waited. that weird for him, so I waited till <laughs> January. Waited till January. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> how to so, tell data is fudged without saying the data is fudged. Great. <laughs> great that's just that's great uh-huh okay. so yeah so they had 30 in 20 yeah so 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 they had 30 in 2019 with zero stopped the the corrected version of that is there were 41 i think i'm looking at the right one there yeah 2019 41 there were 41 active shooter instance in 2019 and there weren't zero stopped there were 12 stopped so just 12 more though and so this is this is where this is where the next question comes into line <laughs> because there were 41 corrected 30 original which means there were 11 more that that this uh uh research center uh counted than the fbi counted 11 more um, but the FBI said there were zero that were stopped by a, uh, an armed citizen. And the, the research center says there were 12 stopped by an armed citizen. Okay, well, um, uh, there were 11 extra shooting incidents recorded by the research center. That means at least one of the ones that the FBI counted was stopped by an armed citizen. And, and they, they didn't count it. And they said, nah. Yeah, they said, ah, no, we're not saying is, that. Is it possibly that one right in the column that says misclassified by FBI? Is yes. that possibly, probably that one? It is possibly, probably, almost definitely that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> whether deliberately through bias or just incompetence, the FBI database of active shooters cannot be trusted. Either of those things is not good. Whether it's deliberate or incompetence, both are bad. Yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so, that's just, it's just egregious. <laughs> how do you, how do you miss... How do you miscount a, a hundred and thirteen times in five years? Well, it's what all that. It, six years. <clears throat> it's uh, all that. Seven, seven years. It's all that carrying numbers and stuff. It's hard to keep track of where it goes. It's not like there's a digital thing that can keep track of this for you. You got to break out the abacus and stuff. And it's it's getting worse. Around. That's the other thing that's oh, interesting. About it's so the, the so thirty worse. the thirty four point four percent is the average over the last seven years. So in twenty fourteen, the the percentage the corrected percentage was seventeen point four versus five versus versus five versus five what? five percent. So the FBI on the left side of that. Oh right 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 yeah. So so seventeen point four stopped versus 
In 2015, it was 24 versus five. In 2016, it was 24 versus five. You again, see a pattern here? Again, those first three are 20, 20, 20 incidents. <laughs> in, in 2017, it was 25 versus 9.7. They actually bumped it up a little bit there on the FBI's side. Then it's 24.3 versus 3.3, 29.3 versus zero, 37.7 versus zero. And then in 2021, it was 49.1, almost half, almost half of active shooter incidents were stopped by an armed citizen, almost half. And, and the FBI only counted 6%. 6.6. Don't shortchange them. 6.66 <laughs> if we're being really technical. Six, six. <laughs> Gotta give the devil his due. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's all I have to say to you, FBI. <laughs> oh, you scroll further down. No. The October CPRC report also detailed how often armed citizens thwarted potential mass shootings or mass shootings in areas where guns are allowed, as opposed to the increasingly more common gun-free zones found in some states and cities. Did armed citizens stop attacks in places where guns were allowed? Cases where we could determine if guns were allowed. Number of active shooter incidents in places that allowed people to legally carry and stop by an armed citizen. Number of active shooter incidents in places that allowed people to legally carry. Percent stopped in places that allowed people to legally carry. Oh my gosh. It is over 50% in every instance. In every instance. Everyone. I mean, in... 2016, it was barely over 15% or 50%, I mean. But in 2021, it was well over, it was almost 60%. So mm -hmm. there's that. It's almost as if the year before was the uh, F around year and 2021 started turning into the find out year. Almost. I'm sure you've seen the chart of the, uh, the guy that explains, you know, the line's just going at a perfect 45 degree angle on the chart says, the more that you F around, the more you're going to find out. <laughs> the more you're going to find out. If you want to find out how much you can F around, you go up the find out, and you go across to see <laughs> <laughs> how much you have to F around to find out. Yes. There's that. <laughs> I still want an attack alligator named Fafo. Fafo. <laughs> I don't remember that dude's name, the bearded guy on uh, the the TikTok reels or the Facebook reels or whatever the hell it is. That narrows it down. Uh, he's funny. <laughs> he cracks me up. This is, he was reading, he read some article about some dude with a, a pet alligator or crocodile or something like uh -huh. that. He was like, I just need to get one. I'm going to name him Fafo. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fafo. Does he bite? You find out. <laughs> you can find out. 
take a look at this chart and go ahead and find out. <laughs> there is no reason to think that the news media covers all the cases where civilians stopped attacks. Of course not. And they, the they don't even time cover, we go. They don't even cover 10% of the ones that are stopped by civilians. And the farther back in time we go, the more cases we are likely to miss, the October report notes. That's just what they could find. That's just what they could find. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it's even worse <laughs> than that. They're admitting that our data is inaccurate because we can't accurately track all the data. But the data that we can find, the FBI is absolutely inaccurate egregiously inaccurate uh -huh. really and then uh progressive politicians turn around and use this as an excuse to get rid of all the guns yeah that is that is that is absolutely insane to me <laughs> over half in in places where it is legal to carry over half of incidents are stopped by a civilian with a gun we have to end gun laws have to yeah it and, should be illegal to have a gun-free zone an armed society is a because you're society. talking you're talking about the difference between 50 percent and like 10 percent because there's still those that are going to carry where they're not supposed uh -huh. to <laughs> and then there's places there are places like uh utah for example where every school technically is a gun-free zone However, state law says, eh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of this, the, uh, what's his name? The, uh, Florida school shooter kid. Uh, we're just going to call him McNuggets. Yeah. Because I don't remember nor care about his name either. Nope. Um, jury came to a verdict and decided he does not get the death penalty for murdering in cold blood all the kids at that school. What? Yeah. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Well, they, they said that because, you know, he's not mentally stable. Uh, you are officially handicapped. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, mentally stable people don't do that. That's kind of the thing. Son of a You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Uh, Your Honor, my client claims insanity. Oh, well then, <laughs> case dismissed. Seriously, though, what the hell? Because <clears throat> uh, show me a sane person that commits such atrocities, and I will sell you beachfront property in Death Valley, Nevada. Oh, there's, there is no sane person that does. Oh, right. Because uh, they're all uh, insane. Yes. That doesn't mean we have to kill them. I'd rather not pay for them to continue to be insane. And potentially injure somebody else. Like, yeah. That's the thing that gets me about it. I'm like... Uh, all right. I mean, I get it. You, you you don't want to take somebody's life into your own hands. And I, I also understand, like, sometimes the system gets it wrong. Sometimes. Sometimes it does. 
I'm not saying the death penalty should be available in every every murder case, everything, whatever. No. I'm saying when you catch the son of a bitch red-handed. And there's video and, and all that video stuff. video and irrefutable evidence. There is absolutely zero doubt that this asshole did this. Put him six feet under. Yep. Because that's the only place he belongs. The only choice they have left is, do you want to be hung or shot? Or drawn and quartered? I mean, sure. (laughs) Whatever. Nobody's going to choose that one. No. That's unfortunate. And then uh, make them a little more public than they actually are, because show them that there's no reward. What what is the uh, the song that's... Hang them high in the streets for all the people to see. Something like that. A, whiskey yeah. for my men, bear for my horses. That's what it is. <laughs> Round up all of them bad boys. So last night, there were some debates that occurred. One of which happened in our home state of Utah. Where McMuffin, McMulberry, McMuffler, McStupid Sneasel, <laughs> oh yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah, the McWeasel, the McWeasel, Evan McWeasel. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> just start off with his background. Everybody hates politicians because they're liars. Yes. Why in the world would you think that having a former CIA agent as a politician would be a good idea? He's only trained and paid to lie. You know, for somebody who's trained and paid to lie, he's really not good at oh, it. Oh, he sucks at it. He's That's probably so why he's a bad former CIA agent. <laughs> look, I mean, at least from my standpoint. I, I, look, I, Mick I, stupid. He must, be, he must be better at it than I think he is. Because I have friends that have bought into it. I mean... It they, makes you question their intelligence a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Or their discernment. <laughs> More their discernment. I, I, I mean, that, that's the saddest thing. I have some really smart friends. Yes. Some friends that I, I really respect the amount of research they do and the intelligence that they have that have, for whatever reason, they have it in their minds that, that he's the answer that, that for some... Somehow... Voting for him is anything but a vote for a Democrat. Yeah. Like they literally, they, they see the independent on his card and are like, well, this is the only way to break up the two-party vote here is to put him in because he's an independent. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's not an independent. He is, <clears throat> he is government shill from head to toe. He... And he, he is a power-hungry asshole. That is all there is to the man. He would vote lockstep with Chuck Schumer. Oh, yes. You don't know that. No, oh, I do. I because do. Because the Democrats own his soul. 
Yes. No matter what he says on stage, they own his soul because he is entirely funded by the Democratic Party. And he has donated, what is it, 1.6 or something like that, million dollars to the Democrat Party. He uses Act Blue for his campaign donations. For those of you that have been listening for a while, you recognize that name from when Black Lives Matter was using Act Blue to funnel its money. Oh, they're in the middle of an embezzling and uh, uh, laundering money scheme. <laughs> I was going to say because yes, of Act Blue. The, the, oh. uh, the, uh, the, the uh, storefront for the uh, Democrat laundering, funds laundering. It's, it's the nail salon for the Democrat Party. It is. <laughs> it's the noodle shop. It's the noodle shop. <laughs> it's the noodle shop. <laughs> That's a throwback to last week's episode. <laughs> you missed it. You, you missed, missed the joke. It. You missed the joke. <laughs> but it's okay because you still don't know where the Chinese police station is. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it has something to do with the noodle shop. There's more to Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> anyway. This weasel is on the uh, debate stage with Mike Lee. And he, I knew this was coming. I was listening to it this morning because I couldn't catch it live. Because, you know, I have a life outside of doing this kind of stuff. Barely. <laughs> barely. Just barely. <laughs> I was listening to it this Mostly morning. Mostly involves work and sleep. Yeah. With just a pinch of wishing I could do something else. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a dash of existential dread <laughs> just a dash just to get you through just to get you through <laughs> if you stare long enough into the abyss eventually you hear your child's voice <laughs> oh yeah i have responsibilities <laughs> i have responsibilities uh, <laughs> <laughs> i gotta take care of that <laughs> then i can stare again <laughs> it's screaming. Can I just jump in? <laughs> uh, so I knew this was coming. The uh, Mike Lee and his January 6th. La, 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 the <sighs> Navin McMullen went into his whole, basically quoted the New York Times hit piece on Mike Lee. And if you're watching the debate... The one that completely left out the uh, historical reference to everything that Mike Lee talked about. Yeah, and the whole reason why he said, I have to, uh, I have to approve the electors because you're not giving me anything that would say otherwise. Yes. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, what Evan McMullen said was true. However, just like the devil left certain details out of context... So you didn't get the whole truth, which is also called a lie. It's Yes, it is possible to tell a lie even when you tell the truth. Like I said, he was trained to be a liar and paid for it. Oh, yeah, he, he went on and said, uh, this will be a stain on your reputation and it's... Uh, um, it will be your legacy. Um, uh, the saddest thing about it is, technically, the questions about, and uh, we're going to get banned for this, but technically, the questions about it were correct because there are 
precise and proven instances of states that violated their own constitutions in regards to the way that they they took votes. Yes. And it is written historically there is precedence to not approve that you electors. cannot approve electors when the votes violated the state's constitution. Yep. Lee's issue with that, though, was that he was not given evidence in time to do so. Which is true. We didn't have the evidence in time because the investigations were blocked. They never... And the court said, you have nothing here. You have nothing here. You have nothing here. Yeah. Now, now, hold on. If all of that stacks up and all of that stacks up, then what I have adds to that as well. And all of this adds up to something. So... His actions, both before, during, and after the election, were not only justified, they were correct. And the only responsible actions that an educated and properly equipped senator should have taken. Yep. Because, yes, he requested an investigation. He requested information. He worked. He requested and worked to find out the truth, which is what any good and responsible senators should do. And then when the evidence was not provided to show what we suspected, he did his duty, which was to approve the electors. He had no evidence to prove guilt, so he had to go with innocence. Yes, because innocent until proven guilty. Oh, not like the guilty. Constitution says. Exactly. So Mike Lee is still to this day one of the only senators that actually understands and follows the Constitution in their duties. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's trying to give him heat for that and stirring up uh, um, <clears throat> all this stuff of people not trusting the elections and all this stuff. Just, just want to take you back, if I could. Um, I went to Evan McMullen's Twitter. Oh, sweet. And I never use Twitter, so I took the time to learn how to search Twitter. Oh, he learned how to fetch on Twitter. I learned how to fetch on Twitter. You're all screwed now. <laughs> all of you are screwed. Evan McMullen, 2018. Oh, good. Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump claimed 2016 elections were rigged, received Kremlin support, opposed critical sanctions on Moscow, and now attempt now attempt to sow doubt over U.S. intel and law enforcement findings on Putin's interference on this matter. There are two sides of the same coin. WikiLeaks urged... This is November 14th, 2017. From Evan McMullen. Still, WikiLeaks urged Trump to declare our election rigged, which he and Bernie, both supported by the Kremlin, did. Now some well-meaning Americans use the same word. We shouldn't. Despite our real challenges, our democracy is still among the strongest in the world. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. There's another one here somewhere. October 18th, 2016, GOP nominee Re Real Donald Trump's claims of a rigged election are an effort to excuse his impending loss and delegitimize our democracy. The debates are a rigged game. This is back in September of 2016. Yeah, so, uh, 
Do you have anything in 2016 about his stance on abortion that shifted drastically That's when he got the another thing I was going Democrat to do, party? but didn't have time to do beforehand, but I'm happy to do it on the fly because I'm absolutely <laughs> certain he's changed his stupid mind on that he too. He has. He has, because that was part of his platform when he ran in 2016. Yes, I was going to pull up his platform then versus now. So if you'd like to do that while I keep going through Twitter... I can try. <sighs> Let's see. I'm not as good at fetching as you are. <laughs> I'm not as good of a fetcher as you are. So before the elections in 2016, he was dogging on Trump because Trump was saying it's going to be a rigged election. Election happens, and he's dogging on Trump because the Russians helped him get elected through a rigged election. Fast forward to 2020. I can't can't say the election was rigged. Let's do another keyword search, shall we? Uh, Trump, 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 Trump. Uh, <clears throat> Whatever video he had attack mike lee uh this was october of this year it's fun fact mike lee voted for me back in 2016 before he became a sycophant for trump this video has been deleted (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna lie i voted for him back in 2016 as well that's back when his policies were actually something that's that's back when his yeah when his policies and stuff that he was and then donald toting were and then Donald Trump and that, uh, does what most of his policies outlined to do, and he turns against him. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You know, Evan McMullen actually won Utah County. I'm sure he did. In 2016. It's because uh, Utah wasn't really Trumpified. It was Republicanized, but not Trumpified. <clears throat> or MAGA. It didn't become MAGA until after. Um, gosh dang it, where did you go? I missed you so. And, you know, I, I don't wonder but what that McMullen was placed in the 2016 election as yet another thing to try to help Hillary win. Oh, yeah. Like, win states like Utah. August 18th, 2020. This Senate report on Russian interference in 2016 confirms that Trump's campaign chairman did provide critical targeting data to the Kremlin through the... Okay, so... It's it's hogwash to say that... For Trump to say that there's rigged elections. And then, oh yeah, absolutely, the Russians rigged the election in Trump's favor, even though that's been wholly disproven by his own intelligence agency. And his uh, and the FBI. Uh, Yeah, his his whole Twitter thing is full of 
doubt of the 2016 election. So he's taken down all of his uh, original uh, platform stuff. I found an article that talks a little bit about a couple of his uh, stances back in 2016. And all of the links to his website, page you were looking for, couldn't be found. But one of the parts of his, so I, I don't say anything about abortion in this one, but uh, his, his original platform, he wanted to repeal Obamacare, strengthen the American military. Um, he supported free trade agreements like the TPP and wanted to help people who are in the U.S. illegally with moving towards citizenship. And he supported a traditional Republican platform of lowering taxes and regulations to create jobs. Is what this article talks about. Continue to cite. Continue to Evan McMullen's presidential site dun but um da 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 but da yeah i'm in the web archives now let's see mcmullen and mindy finn no idea who she is give me the site give me the site Issues, 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 issues. Issues. Web archive is slow. <clears throat> Ooh, here we go. This is what Evan McMullen said. Um, so his, uh, his, uh, uh, Opinions on abortion were listed under life in his original website. Mm -hmm. And he said, our respect for life is the most important measure of our humanity from conception to death. And any time in between life is precious and we have a responsibility to protect it. A culture that subsidizes abortion on demand runs counter to the fundamental American belief in the potential of every person it undermines the dignity of mother and child alike. Americans can and should work together to increase support, uh, increase support and resources to reduce unintended pregnancies and encourage adoption, even if they have different opinions on abortion rights. McMullen told NPR that he's avidly anti-abortion and would repeal Roe versus Wade. He what? McMullen told NPR that he's avidly anti-abortion and would repeal Roe versus Wade. That was then? That was then. <clears throat> he did not put that on his website, but... That was something he told NPR uh -huh. in, in a interview. Oh, and it's on Reddit. He didn't ask me anything on Reddit. 
wherein he answered a user's question about Roe v. Wade and said, I am pro-life and would like to see Roe v. Wade overturned. I would appoint Supreme Court justices who are originalists like Justice Scalia, but I don't think we can just oppose Roe v. Wade and declare ourselves pro-life. I think we need to look at ways to reduce unwanted pregnancies because that will decrease the number of people even seeking abortions. I also think that our poverty assistance programs are failing, which causes many women to seed abortions out of economic need. We need anti-poverty measures that help lift people out of poverty and help them take care of their children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got all kinds of things on here on how Trump was wrong about China. Oh, really? Twitter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, his bid for uh, Senate has nothing to do with his uh, presidential campaign being in the hole uh, millions of dollars. And he, he says that he wants Utah to be a leader. Now, when a state wants to become a leader, it's through its Senate that it does that, right? which is why everybody knows the senators from Florida. Um, well, uh, well, I know the governor. I know Ron DeSantis. Uh, he's making changes for, for Florida. I know the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, he's making you know, changes for California, Jeez. both in opposite directions there. So on his current website, uh-huh. uh huh, his his priorities he has listed uh, strengthen our democracy and stand up to extremists. So he's a Democrat. Ensure voting rights for all eligible Americans. He's a Democrat. End partisan gerrymandering and other electoral corruption. He's a socialist. Toughening transparency and ethics laws. Reducing the influence of money in politics. I can get behind those two. Which is why he's collecting millions of dollars from out-of-state. Yeah. Okay. Uniting Americans on common ground. Two, lower health care costs. Negotiating lower drug prices. So he wants to put uh, pricing caps on industry. Yeah, he he wants the government to regulate prices. Promoting competition in the prescription drug market. So he wants to end copyright law. Oh. That's a good thing. That's not what he's talking no, about not, doing there. No, that's not, no, it's not what he's saying. Uh-uh. Uh, improving he, wants, patient he wants the choice. government to own the copyright. Right. Improving patient choice in insurance and care providers by... Re, by what exactly? <laughs> Requiring hospital price and quality transparency. I can get behind that. Uh... Reduce reckless government spending and inflation. I can get behind that one. Oh, yeah. His policies are all things I can get behind for the most part. Yeah. What he's saying. What he's saying. Yeah. But what he's actually taught, when he actually talks about how he would implement policy, it's bad. No, bad. Uh, But this is where it gets really hinky. Keep America safe. Modernizing and reforming our military. Strengthening our alliances with other free nations. 
protecting funding for police training, accountability, and safety, countering violent extremism, securing our borders and treating immigrants humanely, improving digital safety for our children, countering violent extremism. That doesn't have the ring of the Nazis at all in it. Like, really, though. This guy. He has removed every instance of talking about abortion from his website that I can, that like I I haven't found any, any instance of him talking about it on his website now. Preserve American pluralism. You globalists. We are committed to a pluralistic society defined by its ideals and welcoming to immigrants rightfully seeking safety, opportunity, and a better life by becoming contributing members of our diverse nation. We reject the notion that America should be defined by races, birthplaces, religious affiliations, or partisan identities of its founders or groups of citizens. <clears throat> Whereas back in 2016, he said, uh, first step to earning legal that earning legal status is for all those who are here illegally to come forward and register themselves. Next, they would pay an application fee and a fine, undergo a background check, and demonstrate competence in English. If they do those things, they would get a temporary work and residence permit, but would not be eligible for welfare or entitlement programs. If they obey the law and pay their taxes for several years, they could apply for permanent residency. This is not amnesty, blah, 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 as well as securing the border and all these things. Fast forward. We're just a global society. Have you noticed the specific wording that that a lot of politicians and stuff are using now for when they're condemning uh, bigotry and persecution? What's that? So he uses it here in his. He says, We therefore condemn all forms of bigotry such as racism, anti-Semitism, and other religious intolerance, sexism, and persecution based on sexual orientation. Which kind of tacks it down to very specific things and leaves a lot of other things on the table. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, what a weasel. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I believe he, he, so I don't know if he talked about it in the debate because I didn't listen to the whole debate last night, but I did listen to the after interviews. And I know in the after interviews, his stance on abortion was drastically different than the stance that I read a minute ago. All I've ever heard of him, heard from him is basically a non-answer. Yeah. He basically was saying safe, legal, and rare. 
Uh huh. Without saying, same without thing. saying, and he called the Texas abortion laws oh, extremist. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Oh, in the debate, he brought up the. Because uh, uh, he talked about that in the in the debate, he said it's wrong. Uh, for he's he's pro life, he mm-hmm. says, and he says uh, that being said, I think it is wrong for a ten year old in Ohio to have to leave the state to get an abortion. You mother trucking, non-investigating, former CIA agent. That's not the story. No, you dense, irritating, miniature beast of burden. Bald-faced, bald, liar. <laughs> liar! <laughs> yeah, that story, uh, there's a reason why it left the newsreels pretty quick because, well, it turns out it was an illegal immigrant that raped the 10-year-old child who shouldn't have been there in the first place because the child's mother was also there illegally and uh, <clears throat> living with the rapist of the child. And so they left the state to somewhere that asked less questions so they wouldn't get deported when they got the abortion at the state where it was completely 100% legal for the 10-year-old to get an abortion because of an endangerment of her life and she was raped in Oklahoma. Those are exemptions to abortion. Evan McMullen just spat it out as if that 10-year-old had to leave the state, otherwise she was going to be forced to go through with the, with the birth and left out all the other details. But he's an honest man. So the most been, honest. So I've been told. The by, honestest. By people who are much more intelligent, at least I thought. <laughs> In political affairs than I am. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, the biggest deal with this guy is if, if on the slim chance he beats Mike Lee, the Democrats will do this in every red state. Yeah. Every single one. Because he's just he's just a demo, Democrat in a red coat, just like how the FBI erased that three off the thirty four percent. Evan McMullen just erased that curve off the D to put an I there. <laughs> Look, I'm an independent. Are you? Does they? Because yeah, in Utah, there's no Democrat running for the Senate seat. They all dropped out so they could back Evan McMullen, and okay. the De- Democrat Party um, was endorsed by the communist party because the communists decided that joe biden was a good enough candidate for them the the salt lake (laughs) tribune sums up every reason why you shouldn't vote for mcmullen in a neat little sentence here oh did they they did they did he portrayed lee as an outlier in the senate for his consistent votes against bills saying that's a negative even those with broad partisan support good and put himself forward as a problem solver in the mold of the Utah he hopes to join in the Senate. Romney! Yeah. yeah. He, he wants to be just like Mitt. Yeah. He wants to be just like Mitt and just like Orrin Hatch. Yeah. So worthless. Those are, those are the two names that he brought up. So we need, to, we need Utah to have more leaders like Orrin Hatch was and like Mitt Romney is. 
two of the arguably worst, worst politicians <laughs> this state has ever produced. Why? Because they voted for everything. Yes. Well, yes, that's bipartisanship. No, that's getting along with everyone so you can get all their money to get reelected and keep making more money yourself. How much are you in debt again, Mr. McMullen? Just curious. Oh, but his personal debt doesn't have anything to do with it. Oh, yes, yes, it's his campaign debt. It's different. Yes, because you can't find deep pockets in Washington, D.C. to donate to old campaigns that are bankrupt. Versus, I don't know, if you actually wanted to make Utah a shining city on the hill, you could be the governor, but the governor doesn't pay as much as being a senator. The Salt Lake Tribune is just garbage. Well, in their defense, they copied and pasted this from the New York Times, but yes. Not that that really helps their case for copying and pasting an article from the New York Times as their own. (laughs) The funniest thing is, one of my friends who supports McMullen even said after the debate, he's like, McMullen lost that handily. The only good zinger he had in the entire debate, like the only good line he had in the entire debate was... uh, Get the smirk off your face. Mike, no, when Mike Lee said something and and uh, McMullen uh, snapped back, well, you voted for me in 2016. Yeah, because your platform was entirely different in 2016. Yeah. And also, Mike Lee was very skeptical about Donald Trump, like I a know, lot of other Republicans were. I want to <laughs> know what Mike Lee said back, because I didn't get to see it. He was, but they my were, response would have been, everybody makes mistakes. That's what repentance is for. <laughs> Knowing that this dude is, a, is, is supposedly LDS. Yeah, he, uh, he appealed to both of their religious backgrounds as well. That's how you know you're losing a debate when you have to appeal to a common religious background to try to make the other person look bad. But it ends up making yourself look bad because now everyone can now use that same judgment for yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> I think about all the men and women the 14 generations of Americans who have sacrificed for this grand experiment in freedom McMullen said they trusted you we trusted you and with that trust and with your knowledge of the constitution Senator Lee you sought to find a weakness in our system to overturn the will of the people Oh, it was, I remember what it was. Mike, uh, Mike said, uh, uh, you voted for Biden. Yeah. And, and McMullen said, well, you voted for me in 2016. Yeah. And? Oh. <laughs> Your policies changed. Biden's policies haven't changed. And look what's happening. <laughs> Your policies changed Your policies more in line with from, Biden. <laughs> Your policies went from, I can get behind a lot of them, to... What the hell happened? Yeah. Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> and if you, you... You went from I own a Mustang to I live in the ghetto real <laughs> fast over there, Shaniqua. <laughs> they didn't tell you what kind of stain it was. <laughs> if you watch the debate, though, you can tell that McMullen struck a nerve when he went after Mike Lee with the... Uh, election stuff because like i said he basically quoted the new york times and mike lee went from the calm 
cordial gentleman debater that he usually is to, all right, the gloves are coming off, you slimy weasel. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and from that point on, whenever Lee reacts to McMullen, the body language tells you everything. Lee was 100% confident what he was saying. McMullen was not confident what he was saying. He knew he was lying. Because when Lee re- uh, talked back to McMullen, Lee leaned forward towards McMullen and said what he had to say. And when he wasn't saying anything, he was still looking him dead in the eyes, leaning towards him. And that's when McMullen said, he wouldn't have that smirk on your face. He had the smirk on his face because he knew you were lying. And he was about to call you on your lie. As he should. McMullen's body language, almost all the time, he was leaning back away from Lee. Sitting back on his heels. Yep. He lost. As soon as he brought up the January 6th thing, he lost. And that was like question one. (laughs) It's just so frustrating. I'm just so tired of the politicians, man. Yeah. Like, like really though, I, I, I actually, that, that, uh, that friend that I was talking about, I, uh, I was talking to him about the debates and everything. I mentioned, I was like, I just, I can't, I can't vote for McMullen. I, I made that mistake in 2016. Since then, I've done my research on him. I've, I've watched him. I've seen what he's been doing. I've watched his policy changes and I, I can't consider him an independent. He's running on an independent platform, but he is not independent. Not in, not in the least. And he's not going to solve any of our problems. He's only going to make them worse. You know? Yep. And and Mike Lee, because my, my, my friend is, is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints. Um, so I, I made the comparison for him. I said, Mike Lee is like Pahoran, dude. Like... Like you, you're you're getting all this information that's slandering him and whatever, but it's wrong. Right. Like he's he's <laughs> interesting. You chose that thing when uh, Mike Lee compared Trump, Trump to, to Captain, Captain Moroni. Yeah, <laughs> who was accusing Pahoran of wrong things? Of wrong things, right? <laughs> well, and, and and in my in my instance, the the people are are Captain Moroni. Um, because there, there are so many people who are accusing Mike Lee of all these wrong things. And it's like, no, no, no. If you actually look at it, Mike Lee is one of the few bastions of, of, of actually having a backbone in the Senate. Yeah. Like he, he's one of the few that is actually fighting for our rights. He's actually fighting for the constitution, fighting to, to help us keep what we need in this world. You know, and that's uh, and that is for for those of you that that don't uh, know our religion. Uh, Pahoran was a, a, a person in in religious text that uh, he was the leader of a of a, a nation. He's like the president, if you will. Basically, exactly like the president, and uh, one of his generals with uh, uh, the greatest commander that they had. The five star general. The five star general. <laughs> Uh, if you will, was was fighting a war and he was losing badly um, because well, he couldn't he, get... He wasn't losing. Well, he, he was maintaining. He was maintaining, <laughs> but he was about to lose yes. because he couldn't get reinforcements. He couldn't get supplies. Um, he, he was not receiving any support from home. 
And so he writes a letter to Pahoran, who is... Scathing in, letter. Yeah, scathing letter. Basically calls him to the mat and says, look, you either send me what I need... Or I'm killing or, you. Or I'm going to kill you because you're corrupt. <laughs> like... Like you, you are, you are oh, either Sith deals in absolutes. You are either, <laughs> you are either for me or against me here. Either you give me what I need to finish this, or I'm going to come back there and kick your ass basically. And, and Pahoran writes back and this, this glowing, glowing letter. <laughs> I'm of, so glad you, I'm want to so kill glad me. you feel that way. <laughs> like, Please come back. I have all of these things that are going on, all of these people that are fighting against me, and we have to route them out so that I can so that I can assist you the way that I want to assist you because I'm being blocked at every turn. Uh-huh. Basically. And and that's that's exactly what happens is is working together they clear out the corruption and then they finish the war and they win handily. They absolutely demolish the the enemy that was was trying to kill them. And and it's 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 that analogy of of he's he's perceived as as the roadblock when in actuality he's the only one holding the hill. <laughs> he's the only one pushing against it. You know, <laughs> he's picked the hill to die on, and he's dying <laughs> and, on it alone and he's because it. nobody will help him. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's another thing that keeps floating around here is it's all over Evan McMullen's thing of. Of he compared Donald Trump to Captain Moroni, and uh, and and the funniest, the, one of the funniest things to me is this is also the same friend that 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 said all that about um, the attack posts or attack ads from from Mike Lee that ended up being the friends of Mike Lee or whatever campaign uh-huh. thing. Oh, that one. Okay, that was sending all the stupid stuff, and it's like like Mike Lee's actual ads. He doesn't have any ads that attack McMullen. No, he, he doesn't have a single one that's actually done by him and, and his actual ad campaign uh-huh. doesn't have a single one that's an attack ad. And and campaigns are not allowed to work with other groups. Making right. Ads. They right. can say, I support, endorse this message or whatever. And that's it. Right. And none of the ads that none of the attack ads that that his, the, these other people are putting out have Mike Lee's endorsement on them. No, not a single one of them. Nope. Which is why when <laughs> in the debate, a question was asked about that of, do you, do you regret or apologize for any ads that have come out against your opponent? And Mike Lee pointed out, I don't have any ads attacking my opponent. <laughs> it's, it's, I've never endorsed or anything like that an ad that comes against my opponent. And Evan McMullen, well, what about the one that just, completely misquotes me and all this stuff and yeah mike lee didn't endorse that ad he did not he didn't endorse any attack campaign did not pay for that ad his campaign did not work with them on that ad he did not personally endorse that ad his campaign didn't touch it in the least so he has no reason to apologize for it the flip side of that coin almost every single ad that McMullen has is after Mike Lee is an attack ad on Mike Lee and Mike Lee pointed that out in the debate and Evan McMullen no 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 pretty much every <laughs> single one I've seen a lot of them because they play it they play at the pediatrician they play at my um uh my physical therapist they play literally everywhere that I go 
I'm Evan McMullen. I, uh, I'm Evan uh, McMullen. I, I endorse this message. I support this message. And it is nothing but an attack ad. Every single time. I have not seen or heard a single one of his ads Tells you a lot anywhere about- I have gone that was a this is my position ad. Not a single one. Tells you a lot about the character of Mike Lee. It really does. Because <laughs> it's so easy. To rip McMullen apart. And this is us just well, doing five minutes of research. And, and that's the, the funniest <laughs> thing about it, too, is like McMullen runs a lot more ads than Lee does. Well, he's getting millions I, of more dollars than he I, is. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen more than one actual ad of, of Mike Lee's. Well, if like I'm, one, this is endorsed by Mike Lee. And it, it was the, the only one I've seen is the one where he has the family... Uh, the the lady that's like talking about his character and stuff, right? That it's talking about how like how he helps out and the things that he's done for the community and things like that. Right. That's the only one of his that I've seen. Yeah. And I've seen it like twice. <laughs> well, the pro- entire time they've been campaigning, it probably has something to do with last quarter. Mike Lee raised like six or seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. versus McMullen getting a couple million dollars. Might have something to do with that. Well, that obviously shows that uh, McMullen has a larger base that's more willing to contribute to him winning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Gosh, dude, I, I'm, I'm terrified that something happens and McMullen wins. This, this election cycle is the most exciting and terrifying. Because we can't, we can't have two Romneys. No. I, I, I can't handle us having two Romneys. Because then we have to wait two whole years to get rid of the other one. At least attempt to. <laughs> right? <clears throat> if Speaking McMullen- of which, I got my ballot this morning or today. I need to fill that ish out and take it in. If McMullen, uh, if McMullen wins, you're dead to me, Utah. Seriously, though. All of you. <laughs> all of you. <laughs> I don't want to pay any more for gas than I and am And it right should now. not be close. No. That's why, that's why I say it's the most nerve-wracking and exciting time because I feel like it's not what the polls are saying. But I'm also nervous that the polls are correct. <laughs> Super nervous that the polls are correct. For the first time, I'm hearing people that, uh, that I know who are always kind of, yeah, I'll vote here and there and left, left, right, blah, 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 just kind of go by principle, whatever. I'm hearing some of those same people, just, I'm just straight red. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) So, yeah. It's 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 gonna be fun. And that's just. I really a, wish we had ranked voting. That's just a few weeks away. Well, Alaska's dealing with that right now, and they might get the same corrupt idiot back in the Senate up there. Really? Yeah, it's gonna be a Republican. It's just a matter of if it's going to be the Murkowski, who's been voting with the Democrats on too much, or uh, <clears throat> the Donald Trump backed candidate. I don't remember. But there's four candidates left, and the ranked choice thing may or may not work in favor of the not corrupt candidate. (laughs) 
See, rank rank choice to me is the only option that would would make it viable for a third party to win. Yeah, because you'd, you'd be more comfortable voting. Because you'd for be that more comfortable, party. like like you. Can, if they don't get it, okay, fine. Then you the, can you have yeah. you have four or you have like two or three slots. You you write in your number one choice. Yeah. And then you write in your number two choice, and if your number one choice doesn't even come close to winning, then it it your your vote counts for your number two choice. Yep. Or your number three choice, whichever one has the yes the win. You know. Yeah. Alaska's uh, working on that, so we'll see how that pans out. Because then, then yeah, it, it makes it so that people can feel a lot more at ease voting for who they actually want to win as opposed to who they think they have to vote for to keep the people they don't want to win from winning. Right. You know, because that's, that's where we've been for a long time with the two-party system and with, with all of this, the way the voting and everything is set up. It's, it, you, you can't vote for who you really want to vote for because... You got to hold a line. You have to hold a line... <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to hold that line. <laughs> no, I want to move the line back. I the, know. The line has, has come far too far this direction. <laughs> it's like you're working on something and you see what you were holding started slipping away. So you pull it back and you go to work on whatever else and you see it's further away and you got to run over and grab it, try to pull it back a little more, go back to what you're doing. And eventually your whole focus is on the stupid line that isn't supposed to be your focus in the first place. Right. Enter today's world where everything is political. Yep. Here we are. Here we are. Which is why it is so important to intellectually vote <laughs> this time around. Think, then vote. <laughs> Think, research, then vote. Because it, we ha there is a high potential to send a very clear message that we don't want any of this transgender crap in our schools, that we don't want any of this not drilling our own oil, that we don't want any of this World Economic Forum stuff. We don't want any of that stuff. And there's a lot of people out there that have no idea about any of that that don't want it either, but they don't know what it's called. <laughs> they just know it's bad. I don't know what's happening, but it's wrong. I don't want it to go on anymore. Okay, well, it's all this. Well, that's a conspiracy theory. Okay, well, this guy is making it happen. Oh, well, pfft, screw that guy. <laughs> okay, well, vote over there then. <laughs> uh, that's it. Yep. It's only two hours. All yep. around the podium now, Mike Lee has chased the weasel. <laughs> Pop goes the weasel. Make fluffer nuggets. <laughs> fluffer nuggets. Uh, well, that was fun. That was that's an F word to be Shh. used. Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. That's the sound of people drowning, Carl. That is what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming and then silence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was our show what the hell is even that we don't even know we don't even know
that somehow here we are on the precipice of greatness. Or so here we, we like go to think. again on our own. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs> There's a reason why we didn't do acapella things for YouTube. Yep. Anyway, Fair like, enough. subscribe, share all the things. Check us out on Spotify. It'll yeah. help us out. Yes, because then we can stop saying to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or keep saying to do it so that we get more ad revenue. I mean, yeah, however it works. However it works out. It unlocks at a certain point, and that point has not yet been reached. And when that point is reached, we probably will be able to stop saying that. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Do you, do you just have to hit it once, or do you have to maintain it? That's <laughs> what I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Do we have to actually keep the goal or do we just have to like okay yeah we got there let's relax uh, it's, it's a one and done thing right? one and done. <laughs> hit it and quit it if you will <gasps> bye, bye. like my frankenstein shirt says i just want to not screw and bolt screw nut and bolt that's what it was yeah yeah i should always be ashamed of something a shame should be shame shame that shame 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 on you yes but why something about a fence <laughs> i'm gonna make that shirt eventually <laughs> And you're going to take it? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What are you doing with that fence? I took it. Yes. What are you doing with it? <laughs> I'm taking it. <laughs> if you... <laughs> Dare I ask where you're taking it to? Can't a man take offense <laughs> in peace? Without being questioned? That is awful offensive of you. <laughs> uh, it's terrible puns. Isn't it, though? That's why we're here. Isn't it, though? Sure. It's fantastic. Thoitenly. 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 Do do do. Uh, do 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 do. That good, huh? Oh yeah. That yeah, just wait great. till we get to the end of this stupid thing. Oh. Do we get to talk about Evan McMeal face? We get to talk about Evan McSquishin. I love how we both just called him something. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. Freaking slimy weasel. It's like Benedict Cucumber Patch. You just have to say his name different every time you talk about him. <laughs> yeah, I got a few words for Evan McMuffler. <laughs> just a few. Just a few. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that hits a little too close to home. I got to read that.
Anyways. Any Hooters. Any Hooters. Are we, uh, are we, re- re- are we ready? I'm ready. Well, that's good. Ready when you are. I've already pressed the button and did the clap thing. You gave them the clap? Yep. You didn't even sing about it when it happened. I didn't sing about it when you happened. That's unfortunate. We should do it again. <laughs> I, I feel like the whole clap thing isn't, uh, clap sharing thing isn't. <laughs> do it's, more than once. Is it not a good thing to do? Let alone once. Yet we do it every week. <laughs> every time. <laughs> he's got the clap and he's giving it to you. <laughs> All right. Well, then, I guess we should um, make sure I actually have everything pulled up before I hit the button. Are these in order? Yes. Oh, good. I just keep thinking of new names for Mr. Evan. I, t- I didn't want to say the name that popped into my head when I was talking about it because it was like, that's just a, it was McMilfin. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Uh, no, that's a, that's, there's, there's a line there somewhere. That's not nice. <laughs> that's not nice. That's not nice, he says. That's great. All right. Uh, If those are in order, then I'm ready to go. Are you? Yes. Are you? Are you? Coming to the tree. Are you? Are you? I don't know the rest of the song. (laughs) I don't even know what song you're talking about. Are you? Are you? Coming to the tree. Strung up oh, a man. Right. They say he murdered three. I do remember that song. Yeah. That's a good song. Back before What's Her Face got corrupted by Hollywood. Uh, yes. Uh, Katniss. Um, yes. That's all we need. Jennifer. Ah, sure. Of course, her name is Lawrence. Jennifer. Lawrence. There. We got there. I wonder if she's related <laughs> to our mutual friend. The Lawrence. Oh. Well, if she is, she's not sharing anything with him, so. <laughs> That's unfortunate for him. <laughs> and fortunate for him at the same at time. At the same time, yes. It's a double-edged sword of sorts. Yep. All right. Well, I've got some uh, good articles here going, so uh, let's uh, let's get started. Let's push now the that, button. Uh, now that you're finally ready, 